Welcome to Parents Evening Podcast with me, Sophie, and my parents, Joe and Matt. Hello. Hello. What have you done this week? I I don't think I've done anything. I've done yoga, and I've been binge reading, and that's that's it. I can't we, think of we anything went out. else. Did we? Was yeah. that this week? Yes. Where did we go? Dunno. Oh yeah, try and find bed clothes so that I'd seen somewhere that they do in the colour that we want and then we got there and there was nothing at all. No. Very, very disappointing. What the new coffee machine as well, we didn't find that either. No. What's wrong with the coffee machine? It doesn't it's stay just, warm. It's just a bit and shit, that one. It really lets a lot of grip yeah, through into the cup. Yeah, it's just disgusting. But I did get a new frying pan. Yes, another yet one. another one. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, that's that's me. I'm reading anything good? I'm binge reading the DCI Ryan books that nobody's actually bought me yet. So the I got up to number thirteen, mm-hmm. and where am I now? I've downloaded the rest. I still yeah. would like to have the full set up on the bookshelf. Yeah. But yeah, I've downloaded ebooks mm. and i've just i don't even give it but if i finish one at three o'clock in the afternoon it used to be that i wouldn't start the next one until the next afternoon i'm straight in there mm. because they're so good so what number are you up to because i think it's um, 18 it's 18 been done. in total i think i'm either on 16 or 17 i know i haven't got right far okay. to go but yeah two afternoons and i've I've done it. I'm just... So we need to go back to the moment where I got you the odd one and you went, don't worry about any of the others. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just... I mean, I did think... I know... Because each book gives you an indication of what's happened pretty much in all of the previous books. I think that's why they're so quick and easy Mm. to read. Because especially as I'm doing them just one after the other. But yeah, it's just... You want to know what's next for them. Mm. And they, as I say, so many times it's from the very next day or it's six weeks later. I mean, this one, I think, was few months after the last one finished. Oh, nine months after the last one finished, which is mm. about the longest time period there's ever been. Right. And I have, I think I said to you, I've always assumed for some reason, because I think the main character is male... Mm. I've always assumed they've been written by a man. I've never looked up about the author. And no, it's a female writer. Because mm-hmm. I, I said I was so surprised that I enjoyed a book written by men, by a man, because generally I don't. Owen Colfer, absolutely love his books. And Richard Osman, mm. absolutely love his books. But generally speaking, I don't like books written by men. I don't know why. I, they just... I, I don't know. But yeah, I'd always assumed because there was no name, mm. it was just initials. Because it's Ross, probably, you think? Mm. Yeah, maybe. But I think that's a but, thing authors try and do. Because I know someone I followed wrote the first book and they said they don't put their name, they put initials. Yeah. To, to purposely not give away mm. what sex they are. Yeah. But yeah, so I've, I'm kind of, I'm, let's say, binge reading and not stopping at all. But I'm also very aware that I've only got a couple mm. more left to go. Yeah, so you saying that, it was interesting because one of the things on Dragon's Den this week was a book subscription service for women that's only female authors. 
All right. Because they came up with a stat in their pitch. I think they said it's 80% of the GCSE curriculum is, in English, is male authors. Right. But 75% of people that regularly say they read books are female. Yeah. And they said this just, it just doesn't equate. I mean, to my head, it doesn't matter who's written the book for you to read it and enjoy it. But no, they're setting up a, or have set up a female only author subscription mm. service. You get a box with a couple of books a month with, from this, some female mm. authors somewhere. So it sounds great, but it would be no good for me at the moment because I still haven't got glasses sorted that I, don't I can know if it read exists, the physical books. Everyone turned it down because right, okay. they said it's, although you're doing it for the right reasons, it's basically, basically emitting half of the population. But then if 75% of the people that read are female, you're only... But yeah, I mean, it was, as well, the, they had a The other 25% of the people that but read they had, regularly. they had a thing for kids as well, which was a, a Brave Girls box. Right. Which was all pink with lipsticks on the box and so flowers nice. and yeah, don't and like that like, idea. You shouldn't you, be. Yeah, you're essentially drumming into them the difference yeah. at an early age. Yeah, you're causing the problem. So yeah, it didn't go down very well. Mm. The idea is all right. But There's a female author's book subscription, but it's not specifically for women. Oh right, that might be it. What's the name of it? Rare Birds Book Club. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. But yeah, there are things out there that mm. do cater just for women and female authors. Yeah. But no, it's, it's just weird that generally don't like reading words written by men. But I've got, I'm still sort of all the the offers on ebooks that I see coming through. It's like, oh yeah, I'll grab that one. All the, mm. they're mostly the 99p ones that are on offer and everything. It's like, oh, I can't wait to read that. But I've got to carry on with DCI Ryan. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. I just I love it. Mm. Absolutely love those books. It's all right then. Mm. Totally unrelated. When's Mother's Day? Uh, two weeks tomorrow. <laughs> don't panic. And the clocks go forward the same day, so you lose an hour in bed. Not if you stay an extra hour in bed. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's me this week. I've not done any... I think Monday I did journaling. That, was that this week or was that the week before? Uh, no, I think you did because the computer didn't break. So it was a, yeah. a red letter day because you got through it yeah, all and the computer crash. didn't crash. There were fewer people in the group this week, even though it's the general freebie one. Mm. There was only about half the number of people, and I suppose more people are maybe going back to work mm. or going into work rather than working from home. I can't even remember what our writing prompts were. So I've just my head is just crime in Northumbria. Yeah, isn't everyone's. Well, interestingly, I got a book this week. Yes, you did. It's been recommended to me by my my good friend at the record shop, Andy, at my regular record shop. He was saying that there's a guy who's written a book on British pop music since the charts began. And he was telling me because he's got a new book coming out, which is before the charts. And we were both, we were talking about an early performer in the charts. And he said, there's a book coming out that he's written about before the charts. So I said, oh, yeah. He kind of thought he knew who the author was, but couldn't remember. So I looked it up and I got back and found it. And we were surprised, weren't we? To, we said, it's quite a bit for a, a paperback. That seems yeah, quite a lot. 15 odd pounds. 
But then it arrived, and we found out why Absolutely it was Absolutely massive. It's the size of the house. It's, I think it's like 750 pages. It's a bloody monster. What's one piece? But yeah, it's a... It's a, <laughs> it's a big book. It's a bloody monster. I mean, I've no doubt I'll enjoy every minute of it, because it'll be nerdy facts mm. and figures and stuff, and I'll no doubt love it, but God, it's a brick. Like print though, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. It doesn't look small. I don't know. But let's put it this way. It took me a, I had a quick look at it the other day and it took me about 45 minutes just to read the introduction. <laughs> that doesn't even got to the prologue yet. You get a book like that, you don't want to blast through it in a day and then go, oh, I'll just put it in that. It's going to no. last you a good while. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that, I suppose. But yeah, we'll the see. delivery guy handed me the box and I nearly dropped it because I really wasn't expecting it to be that, ha- that heavy. I just had no idea. I didn't look at it. I just knew that was the book I was after and torn. It's a bit pricey, but there you go. I'll go for it. Yeah, good. Looking forward to getting to tuck into that. Been doing all right on the music front. Had a good day Thursday. Got about a dozen CDs. So that was good. I like getting CD ones. Getting loads of them at the moment. And I'm now up to... 545 I've got now which is just coming up to 38% the laugh is what I've been doing since I've been digitalised I digitalised all the vinyl mm-hmm. I've done the same with the CDs I've also created a playlist on my iTunes which is now because of those number ones that are number ones multiple times it's a playlist which is 509 songs large and on because it always puts up on the top of a playlist how long it would take to listen to it all I'm a bit annoyed because once you get past 24 hours it doesn't make a note of hours and minutes so it will last 1.2 days <laughs> at the moment which is what was that about 5 hours 29 hours I suppose did you just say 5 hours yeah because point, point 0.2 two oh. is about 5 hours I suppose 4.8 5 hours if 24 yeah. hours is a day, so yeah. point 0.1 is 2.4. Mm. So, yeah, it's about a 29 hour long playlist. Which is interesting. And when I get my phone sorted, I'll upload that to my phone so I have that playlist on my phone as well. That'd be cool. So, yeah. have you repeated the ones that are doubled? So, it's an accurate representation of the charts? No, no it's just put each individual song that is a number one, mm. I've put them in and dated them. And it's weird because on that list, some of them, which were double A sides, so they've got two for the same date. So I've recorded both of them. Put on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Digitalised. So that's that. I've been running. Mm-hmm. Been cycling in the shed today. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my last time in the shed. Till next winter. Well, yeah. We've actually got some dafts open now in the garden. Yep. Some of the other stuff's coming through. I noticed a couple of the sunflower seeds are poking through. Under the cover. It's too early to put them out, especially mm. with cold snaps we keep having. Some of the veggies are coming through, so things are happening in the garden now. Mm-hmm. Spring is springing. Yeah. And then my bridge shuts on Monday. I can't use my bridge no more come Monday. No. What should they say? Eight months? Yeah. I, think it's a, it's, I love the way they did it in the letter. It says 14th of March as a definite date. Mm. Until December. <laughs> it's like, mm, sometime around mm. there. But they've got a lot to do, rebuilding that wall and yeah, making that road safe. Yeah, it's a shame they can't and... mm. a road train track. build mm. the new bridge whilst leaving the old one 
in situ because they're going to move it. Yeah, they, it, it, we'd let, cause we get letters from the railway, railway network and council and they keep saying about, how is it they word it? Because it's not move it, is it? It's like... Relocate the entrance? Yeah, relocate one end and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, a diagonal bridge. I wondered if they're going to move it to where the road collapsed. So that will fix it. <laughs> yeah, so, sort of build it and yeah. build that part of the bridge that so kind of moves it away because it's someone's front door right mm. by where you get on it. So take it a bit diagonal. But that bridge is used so much mm. by people. Well, it's got to go down into into the high street and go over with the railway station. Yeah, but it's you not as nice a walk. Hmm? You said there was another one as well. Well, you can go that way to the new road bridge or that way to the, the train station by the, where the... the outdoor pool is but rather than be totally away from the main road which they are with the way things are at the moment because this is a ours is a very quiet road and Mm. the road that it's on is very quiet you've now anybody using that has got to walk down the main road Mm. where you've got exhaust fumes all over the place Mm. and i mean for me being visually impaired it's not an easy pavement to walk along because everybody has to keep their wheelie bins at the front of their house mm. because they haven't got rear access to their houses which means I can't walk side by side with you for a lot of that pavement is why I don't go down there anymore because it's just it's not an easy pavement for me to navigate my way along so but yeah that bridge is falling apart so you'll say it's just a shame that they can't keep that open whilst yeah. they're I don't none of us know exactly what they're doing the letters are they're redoing it they're putting new concrete piles they're relocating the start of the bridge are you going to do another year in the life of the path and do six months in the life of the bridge I did think about it to be (laughs) honest I did think about doing time lapse photos going down there once a day and seeing what's changed and taking a photo did you ever put your pictures from the past I think so. onto a time lapse because I've never mm-hmm. seen them. You've oh, never right. shown them to me. Right. You showed me the video and then was like, it's weird. Yeah, it was a Because bit, you did live photos. Because they were live, so they were, each photo was a couple of seconds long, so it was a bit weird. But I thought I had, I thought I'd tempt you, oh, we'll do them. But no, I've never seen somewhere. those photos put Probably together. it's like four minutes long because it's done on live. Mm. No, do that. So do a bit more editing and just take the first still rather than the whole thing. Yeah, I, I kept trying and it wasn't letting me condense it down anymore. Kept shortening it and shortening it and it wasn't shortening enough. Yeah, I think that's everything, really. What about you? We saw some houses. Again. Yeah. Well, the Monday one was weird because I got there first because it was after work. A guy was like walking around outside and he like walked past my car and then I think I was about to look and see where you are and he walked back past the car, knocked on the window on the passenger side, and just went, number 14? So I went, yeah. And he went, okay, and then walked towards the house. So I was like, oh, cool, I see a stage, and he was checking like, yeah. where I am or whatever. So I was looking where you are, because I was like, oh, if you're not close, I'll just wait in the car. And um, again, that was weird, because it said you were at home, and then I looked up and you were right behind me. Yeah, my my thing broke at the start of the week. So yeah, so then you were right behind me, so I got out and you got out. So I started walking over. So you just kind of followed because, I don't know. Yeah. You just followed. Yeah, follow. <laughs> and then, I can't remember what you said. He said, it just sort oh, of not went... on your own then, or something. Yeah, not on your own. It, and it I, oh, I know, it's my weird. dad. And he just went, okay, and started walking towards the house. 
So I started walking towards the house, and you started walking towards the house. And we were stood kind of across the road. Yeah. And it was, a, like, not a road. It was sort of backed onto um, driveways yeah. and um, garages. So there was nothing there. So we were, like, halfway across the road, and he stopped. So we stopped, and he kind of looked at us, and we looked at him, and he was like... Are we going in? Well, no, it's weird because he just sort of stood, looked at us and said, keys. Well, no, I thought he said, are we going? And then I said, I yeah, and then heard, he said, All keys. I heard him say was keys. And yeah, and then like, he, I was like, yeah. <laughs> he went, are you buying or selling? I was like, I'm buying. He went, oh, me too. <laughs> the estate agent's running late. <laughs> Yeah. So I just don't know how, what he thought when I said you were my dad, that I was a stage and it brought a dad to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't crash me, he just kind of, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, or that we were the sellers and we were just there for every viewing or something. Yeah. Like, that we <laughs> was a bit strange. Oh. If you live past your stage and that's a bit... Like, forward to just go and knock on their car window. Well, no, because if you've been hanging around for a while... Then the estate point... agent would get there and get out and go, so, so, yeah, and they, I'm late. Yeah, they do tend to just wait actually on foot by the front door. No, yeah, but that's what I mean. Inside. If I was the estate agent and I was running late, and he obviously knew she was running late, mm. I wouldn't get um, get there and then sit in my car. No. As soon as I got there, I'd get out and go, I'm really mm. sorry I'm late. Mm. So for me sitting in my car for like two seconds and him rushing over going, are you here for this house? Yeah. It was a bit... It was all... The whole situation was weird anyway. <laughs> so then the estate agent, estate agent, when she did arrive, boldly yeah. walked in with him and said, oh, I'll just be two minutes. That's <laughs> no, like, well, you no, won't. you won't. <laughs> You're showing someone around the house. It's going to be more than two minutes. Yeah. And she was weird again. Like, she just stood there. Yeah, you get some that are... It's weird. It's finding a compromise. It's some that are on your shoulder behind you. I like, like it when they kind of... What do you think of that? Oh, this is this. What do you think? And then others are just like, yeah, look around, whatever. And stay down in the front room messing with the phone. Yeah. I like it when they kind of show you around the first floor that whatever, the, whichever one the door's on. Mm. And then goes, okay, do you want to go upstairs? And then mm. leave you to it. Yeah. Because then it's kind of, they've done their bit. You know mm. that they're there. They, you know that they know what they're talking about because they told you about the house. Yeah. And then they leave you to it where you have a minute where you can talk about it and discuss it. Yeah. Not just them constantly following you. Yeah, but this one was, like you say, she stood Walked in the front room. room. Okay, off you go. Yeah. <laughs> Kitchen's over there. Yeah, this is the house. Garden's a bit overgrown. A bit. <laughs> you, you look smashing the face with a twig <laughs> when you open the back like door. Like a branch. <laughs> but it was... But it was fine. Yeah, it just... It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't anything special, but yeah. it was all right. So it didn't go for that one. Then we had two in one day. We were supposed to have three in one day. Yeah. And then they didn't... They called that day and said it's an standard construction. So I was like, cool, cancel that one then. Because mortgages won't like it. Hmm. Mm. Why didn't they tell you that when they made it? Exactly, the that's what I mean. Yeah, and I made it a while ago. Hmm. It's not like I did it there and then. It was about a week before. But yeah, so we had two, which was on the same road. Yep. Went to the first one, three bedroom, driveway, garden... Was pretty good. Yeah. It just the price it was at, and they already had offers, and it was a bit weird how they were doing it. That yeah, I was just sure they're going to go. Council, go for more council than that. selling it off, and they've just set a deadline of they're giving it two weeks, mm-hmm. and then they'll everyone put their offers in, and then they'll sift through and pick the best one. Yeah, I just think if that's what it's up for, top of my budget, then chance are it's going to go for more. I still think it's, it's worth nothing to lose. Well, I mean, if he phones me, then. I might whacking an in an offer that's stupidly yeah. under because the others might be going stupidly, stupidly under that because mm-hmm. if they know it's the council, 
they might be chancing their arm and going mm. stupidly cheap or trying it on but it's nothing to lose whacking an offer in and say yeah, I'm willing to pay this and then find out afterwards no you didn't get it <laughs> <laughs> then the second one was a two bedroom but it needed more work yep but that was already overpriced for what it was yeah so there was no way I was going to go for that yeah because that was like the most ridiculous kitchen I've ever seen in my life <laughs> It was behind the door. Oh, yeah, I never showed you those pictures. And it was one unit which had the sink in it, a wall unit above, and then a space next to that for the cooker. Yeah. I mean, even the studio flat that I had had a bigger kitchen than that. So there was no, there was no top to work on when you were cooking. It was just a sink draining no, board. there was one, I think. And a, no, it was a sink with a draining no, board. because there was space there between... Was cooker. No, there was space between the cook, cooker was pulled out. Yeah, so I, there was I, a I didn't unit think there was any space. All oh, right, but it was just it was ridiculous. I know what they've done, and they've advertised it as a kitchen diner, mm. but it was it, it's it a wasn't dining room with a cooker in it. Yeah, and a sink. And a dining room with a kitchenette in the corner. So you'd essentially be losing probably sixty, seventy percent of that dining room to make it a proper kitchen. Oh right, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> so yeah, that one was a no go. But the area wasn't too bad, really. It was, yeah. it was all right-ish. And the second one was the same, wasn't it? It was ex-council yeah. and they were doing the same thing. They were just leaving it to run for two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, so onwards. We go. We've got three next week. No, two next week. It was supposed to be three. There's one on Monday, one on Wednesday. The Wednesday, I'm trying not to be excited about, but I'm excited about. Okay. So it looks promising. And then there was supposed to be one on Saturday, which I totally forgot about. It was in my calendar, so like, it would right, have yeah. told me a few days before. I just totally forgot. But it came through saying, oh, we've had to change the time of your viewing. Basically do this time, which was in the middle of the day, or like half ten in the morning, or and that's the last day of viewings now. So I was like, oh, right, well, okay. cancel that then. Mm. So is that the Monday one? Because you sent me that those details, and then you sent me Monday 5.15. Is that yeah. is that the one? Right, that is the one that's Monday. Okay. Mm. I've got the details for the one Wednesday. You have? Yes. <laughs> I did a very technical thing. Okay, I'll leave you to it then. Well, you you sent me the picture of the details. <laughs> <laughs> so I scribbled Wednesday on it in, in marker. Huh? Is it that one? It's a random picture of the house. Well, that was the, the, the front picture of the, the well, details. It's not, it says 11 of 11. <laughs> oh, right, okay. But it's just the picture I got through, so I just scrawled Wednesday on it. <laughs> But I don't know why I was going to achieve by it, because it's not going to remind me that I've put it in photos. It's not. <laughs> yeah, why don't you put it in your um, oh, I keep, calendar? I keep saying to myself, I'll do that. I'll use my calendar and I'll do. I'll put set things up and remind myself of things. Yeah, exactly. And I just never do. Just forget to do stuff. It's like when I go to the dentist, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll drop down on my phone when my next appointment is. So I've got it there and a reminder and everything and do it proper. I just don't. They give me a little piece of card. Yeah, that do things. <laughs> yeah, then you lose it soon again. No, I as soon as I am good. As soon as I come in, I scroll. Yeah, in the you diary. just don't write it big enough in the diary, so I well, can't I, actually read it. But I write stuff in the diary and stick the card on the right page. But I did, I did it this morning because I got um, my letter for my car tax through. Right. And that's at the end of the month, so I paid that just straight away, so I know it's done. Mm. And then I put in my phone a month before, so the next time it will come up. A month right. before and set an alert for that day, but set the alert for a week before. Right. Yeah. 
and then did the same with the insurance because then that was on my mind so I was like better check that <laughs> that's fine because I didn't have my car then okay and it wasn't the insurance it was MOT because mm. it needs because it's a new uh, car it hasn't had an MOT yet right. so it came up on the letter when it needs its MOT right mm. okay but I need to check the insurance and do that as well yeah what have you been doing had my first in-person interpreter class today yeah which was fun it was nice to actually see real people um one of them lives in cardiff so i was texting her a few days before and said do you want a lift and then she said yeah we can like split it so i drove today and then she's going to pick me up tomorrow right but i pulled up outside her house <laughs> she went oh okay came around and got in the car or like opened the door and just went you're real <laughs> I was like you're real <laughs> and then everyone who kept arriving in the classroom just kept looking in like kind of creeping in looking around going people have legs you've got legs <laughs> or you're 3D <laughs> yeah, it was really weird and it was the first time we've had the third teacher right so it was weird to like turn up and just be like who are you <laughs> Does it make a difference being in person or was the experience of the teaching and everything exactly the same? Did it matter Mm. being in person? I think it was better in person because I think when it was online, obviously you could see everybody at the same time. Yeah. So then people were putting their hands up to answer a question and then you'd think of something, but then the teacher would kind of finish talking about whatever that was and then kind of also go off and explain what he Mm. was explaining then come back to whoever had their hand up and whatever whereas in person it was a bit more natural of you could make a quick comment in between or make a little joke whereas we knew when we were doing it on screen it was kind of I don't know it just felt like you had to be more permission to speak Mm. well not permission it was just so everyone could see who was talking Mm. whereas we didn't really do that as much and I think I need to pick a new seat tomorrow because I was sat kind of almost where I am now and we had like, say there was two people there. So right. there two people here and three people there, but obviously it was bigger. Mm. And the projector was that side, like where our TV is, so on my right. But then it meant that most of the people were behind me. Right. So yeah. when the teacher was kind of looking, I would quickly look and no one saying anything. I was like, oh, okay, weird. And then he would carry on. And then I'd miss that first bit. Right. And then someone would be talking. And I'd be like, oh, someone's talking. And then I missed part of what they're saying. Right. So it was a bit more disjointed like that yeah. yeah but sometimes they would like someone would have their hand up and then they, they would kind of go yeah some gesture right towards that person but sometimes because it was more natural it was yeah. just he was just listening like watching what they were saying mm. so yeah it was weird so I need to pick a different seat next time that's fine we were the first ones to arrive which was exciting because both <laughs> me and uh, the other other girl we were like I when I was saying when I was going to pick her up and she was like I said, I said what time, because then that gives us plenty of time to get there for the first one, mm. figure out where it is and stuff. And then in the car, I was like, I like being early, just so you know. She was like, oh, good, so do I. <laughs> I was like, that's fine then. <laughs> and then, yeah, we got there and we walked in and we saw the teacher and we were both like, are we the first ones? And he went, yeah, you are. <laughs> but it's already expanded and we're picking up someone else next time. Because <laughs> they were staying, they're staying in Bristol tonight. But she was saying that like everyone was just so excited. She wanted to spend do two nights, but it was mm. so expensive. She said one place was like two hundred and fifty pounds just for two nights, and she was mm. like, I can't do that every month. Mm. So her friend said she could stay with her in Cardiff. So she was like, I'll do that and then like get the training or something. And mm. I was like, Well, I'm picking up 
someone else in Cardiff, so mm. we could just pick you up as well. Yeah. So yeah, so now it's three people. So I was like, I'm going to need a min- minibus by the time we <laughs> finish this course if we pick up a new person every week. <laughs> <laughs> and bless her, because she got the training today. She had to get up at like half five. Mm. So by lunchtime, she was like, I'm tired. <laughs> we dro- I dropped her off. Because uh, she, she was like, I don't know Bristol at all, so I don't have a clue where I'm going. I was like, where are you? She said where she was, and I was like, that's not far from here. That's fine. I can drop you off. Mm. And we were on our way back. We were like, do you reckon she's asleep already? We were like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then we said we'll pick her up tomorrow as well. So <laughs> she doesn't panic. <laughs> but yeah. And then the other thing as well, because they've changed where the course is, because they haven't done it for two years. What they used to do is they had one building and they had two different rooms. Mm. So they they had year one in one room and year two in the next room. And then we could all kind of mingle. Yeah. So it'd be good so the year ones can kind of see what's coming up and year two can give us some advice or mm. we can all just like sit and chat and stuff. But now we're in two different places because they right. wouldn't, for some reason they wouldn't let them have two rooms or they, they decided to stop doing stuff on weekends and everywhere they tried they couldn't get both rooms so they had to separate right. us. But they were like, tomorrow someone will go and pick them up, bring them here for lunchtime and we're taking them back. <laughs> so that at least you can meet everyone yeah. and then we'll move on. But one of them, the one who came from Ireland, she flew in the week because she came to see family and oh. then came to the course. Um, and she got a lift with someone in year two who's sometimes been in our lessons as well. So they, they, she suddenly panicked because she was like driving to where year two was. Mm. And she's going, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? And she's like, well, this is where the office is. The, the rooms are. She went, no, no, no. Um, it's not. It's not. We're, we're back there. Where are you going? I don't know where I'm going. What are you doing? And she was like, what, what are you talking about? So they had to stop and look and go, oh, we're in different places. So yeah, I'll quickly drop you off and then I'll go to my class. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, at least we know that now. And then I don't know where. Some of them were staying like somewhere because when they sent the information obviously it was based on where they were last time mm. which is two years ago mm. so then because we've moved all the hotels and stuff are nearer to the other place right so they were trying to figure out how far away it is actually to get from here to where they're staying yeah and um they were like oh shirley in year two can drop us off so it's fine mm. but then they were trying to work it out and they were like oh it's like a five minute drive that's fine put on walking it was like 45 minutes <laughs> Although I'm guessing it's a main road and they've got to go like all the way around yeah. it, basically. But some of them just went, yeah, we'll walk, why not? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but with like suitcases and stuff as well. It's not just a walk. It's fine. But yeah, but I, don't know, I guess it depends what your plans are for you. Because mm. I was saying to um, to them as well, to some of them, it was before everyone arrived, but I was like, it would be nice if for future weeks, like if we went out on a Saturday night and like got food mm. or something, we could carry on kind of yeah, especially if there's a bunch, like you say, a bunch of them staying over. There, yeah. yeah, But I think this week everyone just wanted to find their foot in, so mm. I'll say it next time. Well, I'll say it tomorrow for next time. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be almost be the Easter weekend. Or just before the Easter weekend, I think, the next one. March, yeah. Uh, April. April, yeah. It's about 16th, 15th, 16th or something, Easter. So it won't be far Yeah, off. but that's half too. Yeah, it might just be before, because it's the second weekend, isn't it? Yeah, but that's half term, so surely it's not that weekend. It might just be just before. Yeah, because the second weekend is the 9th, the second Saturday, and then Easter's the following weekend. So, so it all went well anyway, just normal stuff, actually doing the course mm-hmm. part of it. Good. We were doing prep. Mm-hmm. 9th of April and 10th of April. Mm. 
the prep as in what you should do as prep mm -hmm. when meeting someone well when going to interpret for someone yeah essentially and like what stuff you need to ask what questions you need to ask before you even take the job right because like as trainee there's certain stuff you're not allowed to do until you're qualified all right and just yeah kind of basically what you're saying is the first question you need to ask is am i competent which is are you qualified do you have the necessary skills knowledge and experience to take on the job and then if all of those are, or some of those are no then you just don't take it right but interestingly he was saying there's about there's only 40 interpreters in wales all right so he was like we're definitely short in wales so mm. i was like cool <laughs> and he said only four are men right because mm. we were talking about like if it was appropriate for you to take the job so sometimes we talk about if it was like a black lives matter thing is it appropriate for a white person to go mm. or if it was he, he was saying recently he got asked to do a gynecology appointment for someone he was like well am i the best person to do that yeah <laughs> kind of thing and likewise for men if they would they would prefer a male interpreter but there's yeah. only four of them in wales yeah so sometimes they kind of have to so I think I've asked before, I don't know if you found that anymore, you're obviously talking about interpreting in Wales. There's no sub-dialect in Wales. I know you said yeah. it, there is, it sort of alters a bit region to region, but there's not like a Welsh, yeah. a WSL. Well, no, there's not no. its own language, but there's a lot of differences. Right. More yeah. than just regional. Oh, right, okay. So how would you find those out? Go to deaf clubs. Right, okay. The Council for the Deaf, is that a thing? There's, there's something that I follow or I see Site Cymru retweet a lot. But there are, uh, in Ponty now, they, they are offering levels, BSLs levels 1, 2, 3, 4 and 6. Mm -hmm. And I know you're qualified in them, but if you're thinking of working in Wales, that might be something to think about. Well, because that wouldn't be... Wouldn't they teach you local dialect well, yeah but without knowing what those are mm. you wouldn't I, I might go to level one for six months and not learn anything new yeah. right but I, I suppose it's worth you, you just go to a deaf club and yeah. meet deaf people yeah. and mm. you learn it mm. which I mean I want to be doing but I just don't know which ones are open yet yeah mm. things like that are getting back to normal now and then it's yeah. when you've got the time mm. Well, the weekends are not out interpreting. Yeah. Because <laughs> as well, he yeah actually the first part he went through was um, like the assessments and stuff, which we hadn't we kind of touched on at the beginning. But mm. he was like, "This is, is it six months now we've been doing it. October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah. Mm. So we're at halfway through. So he's like, so you should be doing this and you should be doing that and you should decide this and da da da. And one of them's an essay, which signature just go right here it is, and then mm. you've got two weeks to hand it in. Right. Okay. <laughs> He was like, it's not like a slow, you can kind of mm. do it for a few months. He was like, you got two weeks. <laughs> I think it's like 3,000 words or something. Or half an hour in BSL. Right. Whichever you prefer. I know, I know it's difficult because what you're doing, but have you transferred anything you've picked up from your interpreting classes? Have you integrated it in what you do at work? Have you used it as such? I use it more in my head. <laughs> right. Well, because the student... As I say, because it's a difficult situation. Student's it, not full BSL, so yeah. she doesn't need the level of interpreting skill that I'm learning. Yeah. So, 
But often I will go, oh, that's how I could do it. And then that's what your reflective journal is for. Right. So then you can write down and go, oh, this is what I experienced today. This is how I would do it. Or yeah. I signed this today. That was actually quite a bad way of doing it. This is how I should do it. Right, okay. Or whatever. So things you're learning are permeating into your head. You're just not having the you opportunity. You just write them down rather than... Just not having the actual practical opportunities yeah. as yet. But that's next year anyway. Yeah. Once I'm quite, once I'm trainee qualified. Yeah. Is then I can start. Because he was saying as well, you can, because I know a few people who have, you can do your first year and get your yellow badge, which is the trainee badge, uh, purple badge, which is the trainee badge. And then you can hold off on year two. Right. You can have your trainee status up to four years. Right. But you can't obviously have it forever. So then it's either you stop or you go on to year two. Yeah. Well, I guess it's three years because then you've got another, like a yeah. bit more time, but you have it for a maximum of four years. So once you've completed year two yeah. and you've got everything, Fully that, that's for life. Are they like um, refreshers? Because I know it sounds well, weird. Well, there's CPD or PDP, Professional <laughs> Development. You're just saying letters now. CPD. CPD. Continual, Continual Professional, professional development. development. So you'd have to do a certain Essentially amount like of life that. Life-saving. 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 You used to have to... Do bits and pieces of classes to keep up. Yeah, with but I you. don't know if there's like a assessment again at the end. Right. You have to. I'll ask tomorrow. Good right. question. Yeah, I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's been others. No, I think I think you just kind of have it, but yeah, it's just doing CPD, and you would have a mentor, or not necessarily a mentor. You have a we have a mentor. Right. So we got dished out mentors <laughs> recently. We got emails going. This is your mentor. And this right. is your mentor. That's Jeff. Nice. And so, as once you're fully qualified, you kind of pay someone to be your supervisor, right. essentially. So okay. then they would do regular checks and like supervisions and stuff like a normal job. But because you're essentially self-employed, hmm. you don't have anyone. So there's certain interpreters who are qualified to do the supervisions. So then you would kind of just pay them to be your supervisor. Right. Okay. Do they have to be a certain level, so to speak, or a certain skill no, I set? I they have to be fully qualified. Yeah. Well, that's all there is, as training and qualified. Right, they don't have to have a slight, certain amount but of experience. They, probably have, to have, they yeah. probably have to have another qualification of supervisor. Right, okay. But... Yeah. <laughs> nowhere near there yet. No. I don't know. Not something I've looked into. Right. Cool. It's all going well. Yep. Happy Hopefully. days. Can I have my first mental session? Oh, <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> Is that your week? Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Is it? You always smile and grin, so I always think you're joking. <laughs> I always think you don't really... You're not that fussed. <laughs> no, it's interesting. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Parents Evening Podcast, or you can email us at parentsevening20 at gmail.com. Talk rubbish. All downloaded. So that be a tip? Yeah. Oh, oh press on again. Yeah, press on again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.